Well, don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. But it re really wasn't good enough, was it? My name is Jarvie, and I'm joined this week by Simon, Paddy, Hammy, and Cameron. Together, we are the Broken Arts Club Band. A, aye, a heavy, heavy defeat at Ibrox there. It's a fucking Syrian to take. <laughs> but after 77 days undefeated, eh, what can you do? Um, so, Hearts Monitor. This could be a, a flat line here for some of us, I, I feel. Where are you all sitting? I'm still an eight. Un unchanged from that. Interesting. Aye. I'm going to drop myself to a solid nine. He's, he's, we've lost a half point from me. Oh. I'm um, obviously still an eight because all of mine is purely built around the cup, as I've told you, and I don't really care what happened at the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and Paddy, do you change from a ten? Oh, I'm a ten. I don't. <laughs> I don't remember the game, so it's fine. It didn't happen. <laughs> Fair enough. I've I've went from a ten. I've went down to a, a nine point five. Here we go. Naismith out train begins. This could be <laughs> a a hard week for the Hearts monitor. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be back up to tens. We'll be fine. By by five o'clock or whatever on Sunday, we'll be in the group chat talking about how close we are to chasing down second place. <laughs> or saying, fucking hell, Kilmarnock aren't actually that far from us, are they? <laughs> so, last week, we recorded arguably our greatest ever podcast. <laughs> It was informative, factually correct, and even quite funny at times. However, it has been lost to Paddy's dirty old hard drive forever. Aye, uh, Paddy got a call just as we were finishing the the recording, and he just started destroying all his hardware and burning <laughs> all the things. So. Uh, um, so, Paddy, I thought I'd chuck in a wee a wee game for you here, um, one on one. Let's see how it goes. Um, Maybe a forfeit of, of liability. You might see what I mean. Maybe you'll enjoy it. Uh, I just want w one word answers from you. The first word that comes to mind and as quickly as you can, please. One That's word answers. Thing. One word answers is bang on for a game for Paddy. <laughs> <laughs> Generally, how it goes anyway. Um, so it's all it's all people associated with hearts. So as quick as you can with these answers, please, Paddy. Lawrence Shankland. Bulls. Joel Savage. Bald. Yutaro <laughs> <laughs> Oda. Young. Oh. Robbie Nielsen. Shite. Hengi <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tagawa. Also shite. That's too weird. <laughs> Stephen Naismith. God. <laughs> Nathaniel Atkinson. Starter. Oh, topical. Andrew McKinley. Fat. 
<laughs> Hail Lafferty. Uh, first word. Tear, did you say? Jesus, I said. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, and Lee Griffiths. <laughs> Good stuff. Enjoyed that. Um, aye. Well, it was some big for some big news for you as well, listeners. Um, we've actually come to a decision to finally stop this podcast at the end of the season. Yes, we really got that angry about losing last week's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I being being serious, for this will be the the last the last year. Um, a combination of things you could probably say time three broken hearts babies have been born since we started four <laughs> years ago and uh, Paddy you're moving to the other side of the world on a scouting mission I am the new heart scout for uh, Australia find a good one for <laughs> <laughs> you I will try I know your feelings on the Australians <laughs> Cameron's uh you're you're pretty anti-Australian, actually, Cameron. Not true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I'll be in a, an emotional rundown to the end of the season. Um, the way we've been greeting all week, greeting my happiness. That'll be been good fun. We, we will miss it. We will miss it. Um, we started as the the Hearts Conspiracies and UFOs podcast. We have come quite a long way. Since literally not even talking about any conspiracies or UFOs, when <laughs> we came up with that, it wasn't there was a UFO in like your news bullet where you had to like fly about Gorgie finding bits of news <laughs> oh, in a UFO, <laughs> some really stretched. Oh, I, I was we tried, we tried to... to accommodate uh, a friend, yeah, I was reaching like fuck to cover the name of our podcast, and then our friend. So-called friend who came up with the podcast name never even joined the podcast, <laughs> <clears throat> and he's dared show. He's never joined us once. He's had 150 episodes. We've asked them. He said no. <laughs> um, but I from uh, covering the Q- QC Thompson court case, um, and demotion to romp in the championship. Finishing third place, finishing fourth place, and this season going to finish second. <laughs> it's, uh, it's been some run. It's been good fun. Just needs a bit of silverware. Cap it off. Oh, that would be nice. Uh, a nice way to send us out along with Shankland in the summer. <laughs> the wee Scottish Cup. Um, not going to go through then like what we discussed last week. It would take far too long. But just to, to batter through the main wee bits um, from the lost state. We spoke about Craig Gordon getting a one-year contract extension and quite topical now um, as we were speaking about if he will ever become a starter again between now and the end of his contract next season. Xander was looking a wee bit more shander against Rangers at the weekend there. And lots of people are calling for Craig Gordon to start against the High Bees. What do you think? No. <laughs> What were we expecting that we wouldn't have lost that game? <laughs> if, he, if he'd made some saves, we probably would have got away with a win there. Hmm. <laughs> what football team does uh, Xander support? St. Johnston. 
don't think anyone supports St. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I would chuck him in the lineup. Just because. No, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> just with Hammy. Um, you know what I would? I've I've wanted Gordon back in goals for a while, not just because of that game. I think you play your best team, and I think Gordon's in my best team. Right now, a reasonable answer, Cameron. Would you start Craig Gordon on Wednesday? I feel like I feel like if you asked Hammy the same question when Craig Gordon hit sixty, he would be like, "Yep, chuck him in the team." <laughs> <laughs> he just loves him. He's he's totally smitten. <laughs> um, no, I would. I, I, Look, shipping five goals is always going to be something on the keep of the bat. I actually really don't put a lot of the weekend on Xander Clark at all. And um, my position wouldn't have changed on the fact that I think Xander Clark's probably the future for the next you know, potentially five, six years at Hearts and he really should be the starter at this point. Yeah, we discovered on, on last week's loss tape that Xander Clark was only like 28 and not 33 as well. <laughs> so uh, he could be. I realised this week that um, Joe Savage isn't for it yet. That blew my mind. Oh. <laughs> Fucking hell. We've got a rough decade ahead of us, eh? <laughs> the rapid deterioration of uh, of middle-aged men. Anyway, I would, I would chuck Craig Gordon in because sometimes you've got to just run your football club like a wrestling promotion and just do the blockbuster stuff. Edinburgh Derby, Craig Gordon. Macaulay Tate was given a four-year deal, which is quality. Um, there's apparently transfer interest in Tagawa. Fucking how? Uh, he did come on, and he had a shot on target against Rangers. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brad Young rumours from TNS in Wales. Haha. Uh, rumours that we've done a pre-contract deal with St Johnston for Daniel Phillips, central midfielder. Blue cards will come into play next season, or apparently they might not be, um, as will a proper rollout of digital season tickets at Tincastle. Both will be a shambles. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a friendly away to Tenerife in the summer for Susil Santana's testimonial, which is absolute six. Uh, and another pre-season friendly confirmed against our War Brothers Leighton Orient. We discussed loads about how good Lauren Shanklin does. He's very good at scoring goals. Uh, we beat St Johnston, Airdrie and Motherwell. And kick back thought that we could beat Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> that was last week. Uh, some new news. Uh, the Daily Record are reporting that several English Premier League and Championship clubs are keeping tabs on not Lauren Shankland, but the man who's yet to hit 40, Joe Savage. Joker, when did that story come out? It was actually during the Rangers game. Well, exactly. <laughs> um, clubs including Brighton and Southampton, apparently. And there's been a lot of uh, movement behind the scenes with like Newcastle and Man United and stuff. There seems to be a big domino effect. And Joel Savage could be the one to come in at the very, very back end of it all, by the sounds of it. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I've, I've absolutely no idea how these guys are rated or where they sit within the kind of Aye. thought of. I don't know. It's not like players where you've got a reasonable idea. Mm. I don't know. Maybe it is. Sound. If you look at the balance sheet for Joel Savage in, in comings and outgoings, it wouldn't be that good. It would be quite good considering what we used to 
compared to the John Murray fucking five decades, then absolutely. I mean, ultimately, a role like a director of football, you see short-term impact, but you never really know how great they've done until a good couple of years. Yeah. I think in fairness, if you take this, the team when he came in to where we are, aye. it's night and day. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I was seeing Hearts are, are doing like a A to Z off goal scorers against Hibs at Tincastle, just now on social media, and uh, see some of the teams like the one, like you look at some of the squads we had, man. You're like, how the fuck were we performing? Did we compete? But the, I think the standard of football, I think it's underestimated how, um, how the style of football has changed so much in Scotland over the last even five years, five seasons ago to now. It's um, it kind of slowly moved into modern football. You know, to actually see teams like Dundee and St Mirren playing proper football when it was just you know nine teams of hoofball, Celtic Rangers, and then Hearts would try and pop it a bit. <laughs> no, we wouldn't. <laughs> what hearts did you watch? No, we <laughs> yeah. were we were the token uh, big target man club. Aye, for years. I loved it. It was great. Yeah, but uh, Joe Savage has built built us a, a nice wee team here, and maybe Takis Fisias was linked to us before. You maybe see him come in if he was to go. Who knows? Get some Greek boys through the door instead of Aussies. He's probably still in his thirties too. Something. <laughs> he was like when he played for Hearts. Um, sorry, that that's that bit, Joel Savage. Uh, Cameron, the foundation of Hearts launched their new website and app. <laughs> Is it working yet? Yeah. <laughs> I, I emailed them today to see if I could um, please be set back up with access to my account. So no, uh, apparently it looks like they they've said a small amount. Uh, there was an email came out today saying a small amount of hmm. accounts have been affected by their email addresses. I think essentially being deleted. Really solid work for setting up a new site there. And for what I can see, the site is, I don't know, it doesn't look a hell of a lot better than the first one. <laughs> Maybe someone else has got a more positive view of the, the site. How many you looked at? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I said to you, I was a bit like, a bit underwhelmed. It didn't look all that different. Um, I don't go on the website that often though, so I I I don't want to be too harsh about it. It's really just a, you know, there's never that much news or anything on it, so I'm only ever going on to check my accounts. All right, so yeah, it's fine. I've not tried the app though. I didn't even know there was an app. Right, I've not went and need it yet. As soon as I saw <laughs> the pro the problems coming out on the first day, I went. I'm not going to try and log in or create an account. Until the, all this dust settles. My, I, by the way, my account also doesn't work. It's not recognised. So that small number <laughs> is affecting two out of five of us. I would say it's not such a small number. Right. <laughs> I just read that newsletter, Cameron. Has, uh, it, has it, anyone managed to log in? Has anyone, Paddy Jarvis, have you tried? I've not no. tried to log no. in. Yet. So, so 100% of the people have tried to log in. Because <laughs> no. I've not tried either. From I just kind of be asked, like you say, Hammy. Yeah. I I've no reason to be on there. Yeah, there's like there's I even let you go on it now, and it's. I was just looking at Foundation News. So they've got December twenty second, and then the last one was February twentieth, which was telling us about the new platform. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I say there's that, there's, and I've never really felt I need to go on it too often, and I probably won't. It's not going to improve then. 
What's so, on the app? Can you build up points and stuff? Get a free pie or a scarf? Or... <laughs> <laughs> like, like the Greg's app. Oh, I <laughs> yeah. oh. Uh, To be fair, then, they have said once they get everyone integrated onto this new website, that's when there's going to be apparently more regular communications, etc. So watch this, Banks. Fingers crossed. Right, that'd be nice. Selling a product without the actual fucking base of the product being there, brilliant. Any hearts. <laughs> Only hearts. Hashtag. Agile. Hmm. Uh, Eva Olid liked one of my tweets. <laughs> You should have started with that. There's nothing else you've said that's more important than what that. <laughs> that's pretty cool. It, uh, it made me smile. And I went through her like liked tweets, and it's the only thing that I could tell that she's ever liked, which isn't just to do with like official hearts channel or official hearts <laughs> ladies channel. So she must have thought it was fucking hilarious. Definitely an accident. Fingers <laughs> <laughs> slipped. Well, the, the tweet was it was it was when Rangers made it 4 0. And I said, uh, I hate to say it, but I don't, I can't see us winning the league from here. <laughs> That's funny. It's a good tweet. Mm. I just couldn't believe it. Um, Hearts B team under Liam Fox, fucking flying, by the way. We just beat the, the cash and chicken rich East Colbride 4 2 on Friday night with a brace from Sandy Lands and James Wilson. Then we now sit third in the league. Just three points behind Cumbernauld Colts in second. East Colbride are running away with the league. They're uh, 15 points clear of hearts. And by the way, all the teams have pretty much balanced out and have played the same amount of games now. It's actually looking like a fairly professional league table when you see it. Now. Brilliant. Gonna better get than Naismith point. ever was. Oh, Naismith just about got us relegated. <laughs> Maybe no, just doesn't he get kids? He's just like, <laughs> he's, if he he's pretty much integrated Aidan Deniman and he's bleeding in Macaulay Tate. That's not bad. Two players a season. Yeah. If you were at that rate, that'd be quality. Right, that was all the news. It was quite a quiet week after having an absolute whopper of an agenda last week. So Simon. Simon's Simon says, Simon's game. But uh, since we missed last week, I'd give you a wee treat and do a um, special version version of Simon's game. <laughs> this is because I think we're probably going to win the league. A Champions League special. Oofed. All of these players are linked to Hearts in some way, but they're all big European footballer names. Okay, so don't think about none of them have ever played for Hearts, right? But it'll all make sense. Yeah, Paddy the points. Yeah, so there are there are two on here that I think Paddy's special abilities might be able to identify. <laughs> any of used to use three, sorry, well. So player one, clue number one. I was born in Broad, Croatia, Yugoslavia at the time, in nineteen eighty six. Okay. Clue two. I came through the Marsonia Academy, making 89 appearances for my country, scoring 33 goals. Hammy, I know who you're thinking, but... My honours include three Croatian League titles, two Croatian Cups, two Bundesligas, two German Cups, four Serie A's, three Italian Cups, a Champions League, a UEFA Super Club, 
a club World Paddy. Cup and was the World Cup runner up in 2018. Paddy. Paddy. I don't know how this relates to Hearts, but Mario Mandzukic. It's Mario Mandzukic. Is it? Uh. A famous exclude number four was a famously scored an extra time winner against England in the World Cup semi-final. I also scored in the final despite losing 4-2. And this is the final clue, which is the link to Hearts. I scored the opening goal in the 2009 Europa League qualifier between Dinamo Zagrebs and Hearts. Really? Wow. wow. Yeah. That was he, interesting. They won the first leg 4 0, but we won the second leg 2 0. So who's the real winners? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Player number two. Clue number one. I was born in Kingston, Jamaica in 1994. Clue number two. I came to the QPR Academy making 82 international appearances, scoring 20 goals. It's Raheem Sterling. Correct. Clue number three, where my honours include four Premier League titles, an FA Cup, six League Cups, and a European Cup runners-up medal. A European Championship, sorry. Clue number four, when I moved from Liverpool to Man City, I was the most expensive English player of all time at £44 And clue number five, I made my first start for Liverpool against Hearts in a Europa League qualifier at Tencastle. Don't care about these Diddy Leagues, man. (laughs) (laughs) Right, this one is hard, but I think... One of you might get it. <laughs> I was born in Porto in 1971. I came to the Porto Academy making 50 international appearances, scoring two goals. My honours include, clue number three, my honours include eight Portuguese League Cup titles, five Portuguese Cups, a UEFA Cup, and then a Champions League. Clue number four. I captain Jose Mourinho's Porto side to a league and UEFA Cup treble and then the Champions League in the following season. He was a captain of that Cameron. famous Porto team. Go on. Deco. No. <gasps> and his like to hearts was he played us in a pre-season friendly in 1996. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Fuck knows. Jorge Costa. George Costa. Hmm. The big centre-back. Right, no one will get this, but maybe the old heads. <laughs> Player number four. Clue number one. I was born in Fur Hammy, you'll have to pronounce this. First and still in nineteen fifty seven. It is in Bavaria. That sounds right. Thank you. I came through the Bayern Munich Academy and made twenty seven appearances for my country, not scoring any goals. How many? Twenty seven appearances. It was for West. No, it was for West Germany, but obviously that's just Germany now. (laughs) Clue number three. My honours include seven Bundesligas, three German Cups, a World Cup in 1990, a runners-up medal in World Cup 1986. Okay, clue number four. Go for it. Fucking Franz Beckenbauer. No. This is one for the the proper old heads. 1990. (laughs) <laughs> I, I captain Bayern Munich made in over 400 appearances for them between 76 and 91 and clue number 5 I captained and scored for Bayern in the UEFA Cup tie between Bayern and Hearts which ended 2-1 in Aguirre so I'm guessing the older right. boys maybe just a couple of generations older than us know exactly it's Klaus Agenthaler why <laughs> what a player right. what a player and ultimately this round's lead to this joke Player number five, clue number one. I was born in London in 1993. 
I came Ollie. through Jarvie. Ollie Lee. Nope. I came through the Tottenham Academy making 89 Hammy. international appearances, scoring oh, 62 goals. Hammy. Is it Harry Kane? It's Harry Kane. What's he ever done in the Champions League? My honours <laughs> honors include two League Cup runners-up medals, a Champions League runner-up medal, and a European Championship runner-up medal. I am England's current all-time top goal scorer and clue number five. I famously won and missed a penalty against Hearts in a 2011 Europe League qualifier, Harry Kane. Mm-hmm. And who was in goals that saved the penalty? Jamie McDonald. Right. He yeah, also gave away it. the penalty, aye. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like net zero. <laughs> Gave away the penalty, but saved it. Quality. Thank you, Simon. Well, from Simon's game to the Rangers game. What a, <laughs> what a laugh this was. Um, go, going into it, there was a, a lot of optimism. Being through the week, everyone I spoke to was like, it was just such a good fuel factor going into it. There was nothing to fear. Let's go and play four at the back and let's go and fucking give them a game, eh? <laughs> 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 um, how did we how did we line up for this one first of all? What changes was there to the starting eleven? I, I had hope up until I sort of seen the lineup and I thought, oh, we've gone three at the back. I just feel like we never look comfortable with three at the back. So it was Clark and Goals, uh, centre backs, Kingsley Kent, Rolls. Wing backs, Cochrane, Atkinson, centre mids, uh, Neuenhoff, Benny, and Grant, and up front was Vargas and Shanklin. Yeah, I don't know what you guys think, but I don't think we ever looked comfortable with um, three at the back, and then the sort of goals either side of half time just killed the game, so it didn't really matter what sort of changes we made at half time. We never even got a chance to see if it was going to work because the game was over. Yeah. It was a, it was a shit show at the back. It really was. Yeah, I think from I from the ten minutes, thirty seven minutes to forty seven minutes, I think they scored three goals, just absolutely smashed us at the park. Then. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I, I've got a note here. I can normally do off the the key moments. It was pretty much five Rangers goals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was like a moment after their first goal. Let me just check. Yeah, so they scored in two minutes and then not again till thirty seven minute minutes. Mm-hmm. And for that half hour, I thought. If we just hold on to one nil, we'll yeah, be fine. Yeah. And butcher by the time that sentence came out, if it was four nil, right. <laughs> it just yeah. felt like every time I blinked, they were scoring. Yeah, so badly organised at the back. But run through the goals here and, and start pointing fingers as we do. Um, <laughs> for for one nil, the the Rangers player, but he just simply steps left and leaves Benny for dead. Um, and buddies it from outside the box. Uh, yeah, he's, he's also screaming at the edge of the box for the ball, and we've got mm-hmm. our line of centre backs and our two centre mids are all like at our penalty spot. We're so deep, right? So deep and absolutely no urgency of pressing all no. game as well. It was almost like you would have thought that the players were told not to press Rangers. Like that's how little we were pressing. But then the first thing Mason have said after the game was that he was. The one negative comment he made about the players was there wasn't enough pressing. I mean, you obviously you have great plans to play against teams, but sometimes you play against a team and they're just better than you and all the pressing you can try and do. But it didn't really feel like that. It felt like we just weren't confident in keeping the ball. So we just thought, 
well, as long as we defend we, they, and they didn't score, that's good enough. Mm. We just It's easy to be scared going to Ibrox. Mm-hmm. Benny, I mean, there are a few players at fault for the first goal, but Benny, you've got absolute fucking pelters for that one, for the space he gave him and then getting sold for a, a just a simple step, basically. Um, and loads of people are wanting him dropped for Devlin going into the derby. I think Benny was quite poor in our... Who did we play in our last game there, Tencastle? Motherwell. It's fine, thanks. Oh, God. I actually remembered it was Motherwell after I said that. <laughs> then I was like, I just leave it. Uh, he was he was quite poor and against Motherwell. This is Motherwell. why this is the last season. Shite like that. Some <laughs> <laughs> dads and the patters got shit. Yeah, yeah, yes. better than your non-existent. Oh, <laughs> coming out now. Are you drinking a bottle like White Lightning, Paddy? What's that? Been a hard week. What is it? What is it? I've just got some water in a bottle. Oh, I, uh... I know a one-pound bottle of cider when I see it. <laughs> hard times, broken hearts. Um. Like he was pulled at half time against Motherwell. He has been off it a bit. And he was he was he was quite poor against Rangers as well there. Drinky drop him for Devlin. Devlin's a big game player, you chuck him in for the derby. Oh, don't give me that. <laughs> <laughs> what you're expecting Benny to do is different from what Devlin does. But it's this thing of like he runs and he's really up for it. And as if that's what we should be looking for in our midfield all the time. Like Benny's a better football player. <laughs> we should be starting our best players. Aye. Cameron's anti-Australian agenda. <laughs> <laughs> I would start Devil. I know you would. Because you're one of those folk. <laughs> <laughs> right. 2-0. <laughs> and to speak about another Australian, uh, Kai Rolls makes a, a fucking howler of a pass. Straight to the Rangers player, uh, they burst down, burst down the park from the halfway line, in a counter attack. Uh, side note: What the fuck are you doing, Kingsley? Given I can't remember the other Rangers player turns his base, and they make it two 0 But Kyle's pass there is, it's unbelievable. I everyone was just panicking on the ball, absolute panic. Baggage Aggies did not want to know about it. Like you say, it was it was more frustrating, it felt, than conceding after two minutes. Because we'd actually done okay, we'd settled into the game by then. Yeah, I feel like they scored just as we'd started to kind of believe that we could maybe create a bit of pressure. Right. Um, the third goal was, was really frustrating for various reasons. It was a fantastic ball into the box from the big boxes, snakes, shite, coffee, maker... Extraordinaire John Souter. Um, but again, this was the one absolutely no one was pressing him. He stood with the ball, he looked up towards the box, he even had time, he had his foot on the ball, he rolled it and he kicks it. And it's an inch perfect pass, but you know, you need to put pressure on footballers or they're going to be able to deliver it. It's their job to do that. Yeah. If you give them the time. It basically became like a dead ball situation. Um Smashed it into the box and Kyros was asleep. Big Dessers just strolled right past them and side footed it past Sander. 
Aye, ultimately, it's a very simple goal. Our back three are in like a diagonal line, so they're not playing anyone offside. No one steps up together, so mm-hmm. we put no pressure on the ball. It's just really, really a simple goal to concede. Aye. Some terrible organ- organisation there. Um, that was the one. People were given pelters for Xander for that one as well. They felt he could have came out for it and saved it. <laughs> one or the other. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's really his fault, to be honest. But no, it's, it's Cairo's fault. Hey, Camel. <laughs> you say that, no way. <laughs> I think we're not. The length of time that that ball took to get into the box and the fact that Hearts player didn't get to it is scandalous. Whether it's keeper yeah. or rolls, man, it fucking ah, you could see it coming a mile off. Yeah, yeah, that's it because it was so clear where Suter was hitting that ball. <laughs> right, hey, for four 0 apps even more shambolic defending. Uh, really simple. <laughs> we just fumble about. Hi, it has just fallen over each other, and unluckily, the ball <laughs> does just squirm to Dessers. Like, mm-hmm. but like, what are we doing? We're absolutely panicking. Mm-hmm. This is a guy they wanted rid of, like their fans, because he, he like hasn't lived up to it, and they wanted to sign Shanklin to made him look world class. <laughs> he somehow turned into a player. I don't know, but the. There's no way you can tell me he's not handballed that in the build up to that goal. Ah, it looks like he controls it with like hands, his hands. Yeah. yeah. It's a fucking joke. But I don't think it really made much of a difference. Nah, well, that's it. The game is well gone by that point anyway. So why bother? A 5 0. Lauren Shankland lost his man. Uh, it was a nice ball then threaded through. Uh, Kent's position is actually really quite good. It's just a very decent finish from Fabio Silva. But that's what you would expect for a former £40 million player <laughs> playing in Aye. Scotland. And this is really the only one that I think maybe Clark can do a wee bit better. Yeah. But, but ultimately, I like it's a, it's a good finish. Mm-hmm. Rangers took their foot off the gas a wee bit at 5-0 up. Which is very generous. <laughs> um, Lon Shankland got on the end off uh, Nathaniel Atkinson cross, his header came off the post and fuck me, Tagawa had a shot on target um, from outside the box as well. We we Brilliant. somehow had sorry. Brilliant. Brilliant. We we somehow had 47% possession in that game. Don't know how. Uh, even more surprising, we had 11 shots and 5 of them were on target. I don't know when they were. So even the extended, extended highlights don't show them. Other than that, Shanklin and Tagawa efforts. Can't remember them. And yeah, Stephen Naismith wasn't very hard on the boys post-match, um, which pissed a lot of people off. A lot of people simply say 5-0 anywhere is unacceptable and expect to hear you know, some harsh words from a manager, but not from Naismith. But it is a hard one for him to weigh up. You've went 77 game days, <laughs> not games, 77 <laughs> days undefeated. Um, there's a tricky one. I mean, he, he was sorry, go Cameron. No, you go. I said he was always going to have a day like this, and it was probably always going to be in Glasgow. It's how you bounce back for this. I'm sure the players are just saying, Right, let's just forget this one, move on. We've got a big week ahead. We can't be bored, like, we can't just be getting upset. Yeah, I agree. I think <clears throat> he can't kind of 
chuck out what they've done across the last right. two months because we've had one bad result. But to me, it's more it's about steps and what we've done in the last spell is Celtic game aside, win all the games we should win. And that's what we haven't done in previous seasons. So once you start to do that regularly, the next part is going and trying to beat the old firm. But that's always going to be, you know, a, a difficult ask, especially in Glasgow. But the fact that you went through that run, and we've spoke about it, but the way the fixtures are, you run into kind of this week where we've got Rangers, Celtic and Hibs. They're all grouped this season when we play them. But we've went through that middle patch, obviously with the Celtic game in there as well, and we've, we've won all the games we should win, which is not like what we've been in, the, in previous years. Yeah. Right. And it's our, our form away from home as well. It's just the, like we can't compare it to any seasons since before we were born. Like that's how good the season's been away from home. A really strange year. Um, and it's a huge reach. Huge week, which we'll speak about in a second. Um, so I, Hammy, we're not being too reactionary on the podcast. Maybe after four seasons of podcasting, we're, we're starting to mature. But what's Jambles Kickback got to say about it? Talk away and don't talk a lot of shame. Um, not as um, nice as us, I would say. Knee-jerk reaction, maybe. Forget the gulf. Forget how good Rangers played. It's about how fucking awful we were today. We didn't expect to win, but we certainly expected to at least compete. 5-0 of anyone is a joke. The players should hang their heads in shame today. They let themselves down and the fans down. I'd get rid of at least half of them. So that that guy, that guy saying we didn't expect to win, definitely expected to win. (laughs) Also, if Man City came and beat us 5-0, I'd be like, yeah, that's not too bad, to be fair. Um, someone else says wouldn't be so bad if those below us were getting beaten by the same or more they tend not to why I don't know but that was a joke Atkinson was dire Dexter should have been a starter we are better than that performance Um, says getting pumped is one thing getting pumped playing like they did today is the reason folk are extremely pissed off Um. Today is the third 5-0 defeat at Ibrox in the league since 2019. That's pathetic, particularly when you consider one season during that period we spent in the championship. Not great. Um, Another one says, it's the whole getting your hopes up and having them dashed after 120 seconds that has fucked a lot of people off. Mm. We have been on some run of wins recently. We should have been confident. We were rightly thinking we might be able to go to Ibrox and finally get a result. And after two minutes, we were back in our box. Business as usual. Shite result away to the old firm. Oh, well, let's get them next time. To lose by a goal or two would be one thing but to get absolutely pumped like some cannon fodder nonsense is a bit hard to take, especially after the run we've been on. We have had our run ripped up and shat out as if it was nothing, and it's brutal. We should have, and could have, done better. Strong words. Um, Jarvie, I think this is your account. Genuine thought. Is it all the Rangers supporters we have in the team not trying as hard against their team, <laughs> then being right up for tanning Celtic? 
You'll never know, but it makes you think. Hey, if you know how Freemasonry works. <laughs> if, um, if the white glove fits. <laughs> uh, as well as all the, the Aussies getting absolutely slated, I can thank Cameron for, for that. Um, Xander Clark was getting it. Says his attempt for the fifth goal, Joe Pereira would be embarrassed about. That's, oh, that's Jesus harsh. Christ. <laughs> he, that's um, about Shannon Shander. Aye. You can't say he done anything glaringly wrong with the other four, but that's the point. Gordon saves potentially two of those goals. <laughs> he does. He fucking does. <laughs> that wouldn't make a difference on the day, like Saturday, but could be well a difference between a one-goal defeat or a one-goal victory on Wednesday or any other tight game. Gordon has the ability to win us points by making impossible saves possible. As steady as Clark can be, I don't think he can be in the team any longer. Um, People are nuts. Has he not got like, the second <laughs> most clean sheets in the league? He sure yes. does. I agree. <laughs> Gordon's played two, two games this season, both against lower league teams, conceded in both. Right. <laughs> One, wonder goals, Cameron. Well. Once in lifetime goals. Um, um, one says, I don't think anyone with a realistic viewpoint would ever say we were close to challenging for the league. I'm lucky last uh, last week's podcast didn't get aired because sure <laughs> oh, we God. talked about it. <laughs> Today was an opportunity to see if there has been any progression in us moving towards that. We haven't. Third is the best we can ever hope to achieve, sadly. And lastly, one defeat and the towel gets chucked in by the fans. That's more pathetic than the team's display today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you spend time on, on there, obviously, to check this slash just spend time there anyway. Um, but, <laughs> the most. But, like, how many of these folk have been absent for the last two months and have reappeared? Oh, um, I'd say the majority. <laughs> I would say the majority. It was a hive of uh, activity come come Sunday and Saturday when I was looking. So what you're saying, Hammy, is they're all Hibs bot accounts? I think majority are, yeah. I like, don't get me wrong, I can understand folk being a bit pissed off and I get it, but like genuinely folk want uh, the savage one as well. Everyone wants him gone. Uh, Xander Clark to get dropped. The Aussies not We've to lost play again. one game since November. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, can you imagine what it must be like on those Celtic forums when they lose a game? Oh, man. <laughs> well, did you know they were fucking. Protesting outside the stadium uh, last week. Funny. Um, I've got to see a pop list article. There was an interview with Joel Savage I read in the last week, and he made reference to kickback. He said, A fan came to me and told me that there's a Joel Savage thread on Jambo's kickback. And then later in the article, he said, um, A lot of people can block it all out, but you can't help but read these things. So Joel Savage has read a Joel Savage thread on Jambo's Do, do you know why he can't help but read them? It's because Gary Locke points on them every day. Like he's sat there because he's on kickback all the time. You think they, they share a bank of discs, Gary Locke and Joel Savage? <laughs> They're all about you again, like, eh? <laughs> it's actually just Gary Locke typing in his ones, putting them up and then going, if you say something else, I'd be, hi! <laughs> One finger pressing, right? Um, shame. The, I, the Aussies, there was like, I've seen a lot of tweets that were specifically against the Aussies 
<laughs> they're treated as a group now. Yeah, yeah, like even though I think Neuenhoff's actually been pretty good this year. Um, yeah, aye. But he's just gets chucked in as a season Aussie. So I suppose it's xenophobic, actually. I would say you should stop that, Cameron. Harry, what what's your ratings of the Aussies from four four to to one? Best being number one. I think Neuenhoff's won. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rolls, Atkinson, Devlin. Yeah, that's fair. Very, I'd very sensible response. Atkinson, the worst. <gasps> Over oh, Devlin. Aye, I, I quite like Devlin. I'm one of those guys because he runs I'd, about a lot. I'd probably, <laughs> this weekend aside, I think, I'd probably have Rolls top. That was the rules' worst game for us in fucking ever. Yeah, he's been, he's, as I said, weekend aside, I think he's been he's been good this season. Sorry, I thought you said like after that weekend you'd have him. No, no. Yeah, Rose has had a good season. He's like does look a bit shaky at times, but yeah, that's, that game and Atkinson I thought was awful. Right back just seemed not there. You know, hmm. was a bit. Sorry, I didn't really notice him either. Timid. Fair enough. That's Aussie corner finished. <laughs> <laughs> so looking ahead then, huge week. Um Hibs first of all. Our last kind of our last few games, we've got two home draws against them in a row, one one and two all. Um the previous to that we had three wins in a row. Uh Hibs haven't won at Tincastle since December twenty nineteen. That was the game where Martin Boyle scored a double. Uh, that was eight games ago now. Since the last one at Tencastle, how it should be. Oh, not that long. <laughs> In Scottish football, that's not that long. I know. Well, 2019, we've been demotion, demotioned, oh my God, demoted <laughs> and through a pandemic since then. Well, to be fair, that's longer than I thought because, yeah, you're just going in eight Tencastle games. Aye, yeah. yeah. No, the world's changed since then. You just pulled bubbles, Sammy. <laughs> what the fuck is going on tonight? <laughs> Got West Ham videos on the other screen. <laughs> what you're West Ham are playing right now. <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> what you were vaping, then I was like, <laughs> looks awfully like bubbles. <laughs> um, so, how are we feeling going into this on Wednesday? I feel like we can, we can win this. Extremely confident. Yeah. I do think we are a better team. I think we're more solid in our identity. Um, I think our team's been together longer. We're at home. It's just a derby. Sometimes crazy things happen. Mm-hmm. Hibs have been poor lately. I mean, they were they were beat off Rangers 3 not at home not that long ago. Um, Drew with Aberdeen. <laughs> yeah. So I, we should be winning this. I will, I will oh, my heart's monitor will take a dive if we don't if we could be. Oh, all right. Remaining positive. <laughs> uh, Montgomery, I think Hibs had a, a big win at the weekend there. And I think if they'd lost, the pressure would have been on Montgomery massively. I think that's really dug them out a hole um back to at the weekend. And uh, some Hibs contacts of mine are saying that like, there's a, a huge lift at the club 
the fans and apparently the players, coaching staff after the weekend. So they are now feeling up for it. And I just hope that we take this wee bit of optimism that they've just found. And we've I've got a funny feeling we could bury them on Wednesday. Absolutely bury them. Could be nil nil, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing really? worse than a boring midweek derby. Oh, totally do you know that do you know they're fucking playing the Ross? Is it Ross County St. Mirren tomorrow night? That's the TV game. It's bonkers, eh? This TV right. deal makes you sick. We've got to save ours for one of the old firm coming to win the league at the manager. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Again. A and I Celtic at Tincastle. They've won five in a row at Tincastle, which I was kind of surprised at. I always feel like we've got a really good record against Celtic at Tincastle, but we don't. <laughs> <laughs> five in a row they've won, including that incredible four three game in there where Shanklin came off the uh, the bench and scored a hat trick. Uh, the last time we won it won against Celtic. Remember we benched Shanklin. <laughs> 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 it was literally the only time we did it and he came off, scored a hat-trick right back in the team. And he's not stopped scoring ever since. Aye. Well, it worked then. Yeah. <laughs> he went, no, you don't. Do you, to, do you want to start? I was going to save it for myself, but I'll just give you it now. Um, the last 50 meetings between the teams, how many do you think we've won? 21. Uh, Tynecastle or home and away? 50 total. Like, total last All right, so. Three. Uh, but about it's like a couple. How many think yeah. we've won? Yeah. Aye. In the last fifty games against Celtic. Yeah. I'll say thirty-five. I'll say six. Jarvie gets it. It's six. <laughs> and there's only been three draws. They've won forty-one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. Oh, fucking hell. Hammy, pull up the league table. So if we. when we beat Hibs and Celtic this week uh, say say Celtic win on Wednesday as well how many Uh points does that put us by in second place it would be well we're 14 away from now so yeah it'll be 11 11 and they're still to play and get beat by Rangers before the split Right, so that would even if that does happen and we win that weekend, that would make it eight. Eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then say we get Celtic at Tynecastle post split. Right. Another one against them would take it down to Yeah. Five. So e- even if we beat Celtic and Rangers and, and Celtic lose that's post split game to Rangers also, that would then take it to two. So <laughs> we'd they still are... no even be second. Both Celtic are really, really fucking toiling every week. <laughs> they almost dropped points there against Motherwell. They might drop Aye. points against Dundee on Wednesday. Like they are toiling. Well, Second place. They might have had two draws this year or something. I mean, how many goals have Celtic <laughs> got this year? They have got a goal difference of 42, plus 42, and we've oh. got a goal difference of eight. Toiling. <laughs> toiling. That so five they... goal deficit did just bury us at the weekend. <laughs> I mean, they've only conceded nineteen goals, and cool. they've uh, scored sixty-one. Easy. How many have we scored? Goals for seventeen plus eighteen. Thirty-five, half. I, but two of those were against Celtic at Celtic Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely spot on. And and all our goals were scored by Lauren Shankland. <laughs> yeah. 
all of them apart from like two. Um, but listen, it's still good. we're not going to get second unless you believe in it. <laughs> we're not going to. I believe. Fucking cheat up. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it. We can do it. Hey, bye. Cameron, buy our sale then. Oh, well, on that, let's have a look at how we fare versus Rangers. Um, <clears throat> these aren't as bad as you would think. No one's got a zero, even though we were quite positive. Um, both teams to score didn't come in, um, but this was a two-par, both teams to score, and the game to be decided by one goal. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so well done, Simon Jarvie, Hammy. No, oh, Simon Jarvie, Paddy, sorry, Hammy. Um, George Grant who has returned to the start in 11 um, he did so the only people that sold that were Jarvie and Hammy nobody got a zero no. Hammy's looking close mm. Hearts with four or more shots on target this somehow came in <laughs> that's <laughs> crazy we had five I think we had one in the first half so it was clearly when they took their full of gas but anyway um, we had five and then Alan Forrest with a goal or an assist. That didn't uh, so your <laughs> points for the week were Twitter, Hammy, Jarvie on one, <laughs> Instagram and myself on two, and Paddy and Simon with three. Wow. And your running totals are... Hammy, what's happening here? Paddy's getting away from you. <laughs> um, 38, Hammy at the bottom, up to 41, where we found Paddy. 42 is Simon, Jarvie and myself. Instagram on 43 and the artist formerly known as Twitter on 44. So, on to this week. And it's a joint one, so it's the Hibs and Celtic games. First one, now bear in mind that 41 wins at the last 50 piece. Hearts over 3.5 points this week. Bye. Ooh. Bye. Bye. I'm a oh, believer. Positive, Sick. lads. Positive. You could ask me over 5.5 points and I would have bought that. I am absolutely <laughs> selling that. <laughs> Dirty bastard. Uh, I think we'll get two draws. Two points. Um, now, we touched, you touched it when you were talking through the derby, but actually in the last 12 months we've had four derbies, two of them have been draws, and there's a 1-0 win for each team. So no one has won by more than one goal. Hearts to beat Hibs by more than one goal. Bye. 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 Well, that's a bye across the board. There we go. All right. Um, Shanklin to bounce back after the weekend with a goal in both games. Bye. Bye. Sell. Sell. Boom. What's it matter? Anyone's ever going to remember who won this? Everyone just remember that I won it before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, also selling it. And then here's one for you, Jarvis, specifically for you. Booing at halftime in either of the games. Sell. <laughs> oh, sell. Sell. Oh, Bye. Fuck it. fuck it. I'm buying that. <laughs> Gavin, you what have a bad time. <laughs> oh, you're stuck. That's it with you, mate. That's why I sit with you. But listen, <laughs> see if people are booing at halftime, then then they complain and just respect our culture at Tynecastle. 
because it's not <laughs> going to change and it's inspired many victories this season. Okay. So, Are you finished? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't worry, Cameron. There's only what, like 11 podcasts to go or something. They might be done. <laughs> there you go. Crawling over the finish line like Celtic. <laughs> Good. Um, bye. Huge week. I haven't, I forgot to look ahead, but you can join us next time when we look back on victories over Hibs and Celtic and ahead. Oh, it'll just be ahead to Greenick. the Greenick Morton game on the Monday night. Do we have a, we, well, it's a Monday night, so we won't have a midweek game as well. So yeah, it'll just be looking ahead to Greenick Morton. How exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I play along with Buy or Sell on X and Instagram at hearts underscore podcast. Have a look for the posts there um, and die. Big week. Keep calm. Boo at halftime if you want to. Respect the culture and moon hearts. Goodbye. <laughs>